You know what? Tonight, steak night. Tonight in my house, steak night. Um, I took the uh, the uh, uh, New York uh, strips out last night from the freezer. They are thawing, ready for steak night tonight. And I got them from Good Ranchers. And they are so good. If you want really high-quality meat and lock your price in, this is the craziest thing. I don't know how they're going to survive, but... If you buy your meat from Good Ranchers and you can, you know, pick what you want every month and it'll be delivered, as long as you're part of that, you don't ever get a price increase. Prices are supposed to go up 15%. They will at your grocery store. You're not going to get a price increase? How fantastic is that? Plus, right now, you're going to get 24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added to each box for a year. It's 100% American, high-quality bacon, sourced from local farms, $200 worth of it over the course of the year. It's not going to last forever. It is free. Order your meat steak night. Order your meat, your ground beef, whatever you need. It's really high-quality beef from America. GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code Glenn. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code Glenn. Welcome to it. It is Friday, America. And Stu, did I not promise that we would not talk about scary things today? You right? did, yeah. We we're going to have said, all good news. Yeah, you said it was going to be fun. We we're going right. to have a lot of really good so things. So I, I, I'm just asking as my executive producer, I should not mention that Deutsche Bank is down 10% on the stock market today and everybody's freaking out. No Should one I? no one believed you were going to actually follow through on this. No, don't I was asking you. Don't, no, that, don't worry about it. No, no one no, no one had any faith in you at all <laughs> that they would turn no, the radio seriously, on seriously. That's the only bad thing I have okay. today. That's the only bad thing I have. And I was asking you and that was a sincere question, mm. Stu. I don't know how you interpreted that. Uh, we have some amazing, amazing stories for you today. Um, f- first of all, Ray Epps is demanding an apology. Well, we did, oh, about 40 seconds of homework on this. You are not going to believe this story. It is just, it's USDA Prime. It's Prime Eaten Beef right there. We start there in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about a guy, a guy named Ace. Uh, his experience with Relief Factor, he wrote in about not long ago. He is 80 years old, and during his lifetime, he has broken his back not once but twice. I mean, that that fits a guy named Ace, doesn't it? I mean, you name a baby Ace, and you're like, yeah, they're gonna just trash their body and they're probably broken back from doing something crazy. 
He broke his back two times over the years. He had had surgery after surgery to fix his back as well as possible, and that left him in a lot of pain. Thankfully, his wife kept bugging him to try Relief Factor. I know how it feels, Ace. Marrying up somebody smarter than you is exactly what happened uh, with my wife. And Ace, I am just gathering, I'm just, I'm guessing here that maybe you did it just to have her stop saying, Why did you try to leave at it? Uh, and now it works for him. His pain is down to manageable. Ace says he doesn't feel 20, but he doesn't feel 80 anymore. He got his life back. Three-week quick start. Try it now. ReliefFactor.com. Take his directed. ReliefFactor.com. All natural. 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number four relief. ReliefFactor.com. All right. So, okay. So, you know Ray Epps. Okay. Who is Ray Epps? Who's Ray Epps? He was a guy at the January 6th mm-hmm. uh, stuff where yeah, he yeah. was encouraging people to go inside the Capitol. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know that he ever actually went inside the Capitol, but he was on the No, he was the at the gates. Yeah, at he the was gates. encouraging people to push through the gates. Yep. And he later became the focus of a lot of people saying, hey, <laughs> this guy is on camera, yet he's not on any of the most wanted lists. He hasn't been indicted. What's going on with this mm-hmm. guy? And it became a potential. The belief was that he was maybe an informant or something else was going on with Have him. Have you spoken to your attorney this morning? Because that is the fairest uh, Ray Epps description I've ever heard. There you go. Okay, okay. so... You're going to not have to worry about a lawsuit coming from <laughs> oh, Ray good. Epps. Good. You because, note that, attorneys, please. Yes, because uh, Ray Epps is now demanding that Tucker Carlson and Fox News publicly retract their false and defamatory statements that Mr. Epps had worked as a government provocateur on January 6th and helped instigate the mob's attack. Uh, in a letter from the lawyer, Michael Teeter, he demanded a formal on-air apology for the lies that have been spread about Mr. Epp. The fanciful notions that Mr. Carlson advances on his show regarding Mr. Epp's involvement in January 6th insurrection are demonstrably false. And yet, Mr. Carlson persists in his assault on the truth. Whew. Wow. Well, this is shocking and horrifying and here is this guy who was a i mean he's clearly a right-wing maga supporter right he was in the maga hat he was like this election is bogus on video this election is bogus we gotta go in there and take the capital so this guy is no friend of the left i'll tell you that right now no friend of of even the right because you got to distance yourself. They people started MAGA people started chanting, "Fed, Fed, Fed!" around him. They 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 felt that he was an FBI plant because he was so vitriolic in his support of going in and taking the Capitol tomorrow. Well, he hired an attorney. Now, what's weird is this attorney just left Perkins Coy, the law firm. Now, Perkins Coy, Perkins Coy, Perkins Coy. 
Why do I know Perkins Coy? Oh, that's Hillary Clinton's firm. The one that just got busted for putting together the uh, Steele dossier. Oh, they were the ones that Hillary Clinton paid and then she got a misdemeanor because she marked it down as a legal expense and it wasn't a legal expense, you know, kind of like Donald Trump. And so she had to pay a fine. Wow, that Perkins. So his attorney is with uh, or used to be with uh, Perkins Coy. Well, I mean, just because you're in part of that, you know, Clinton law firm doesn't mean that, you know, you're like that, except he now works for David Brock. David Brock, David Brock. Why do I know David (laughs) Brock? Oh, that's right. David Brock used to be the head of Media Matters. He was close with all the Clinton people. So that's weird. The attorney is from the Clinton firm, and he left there to get away to go work with David Brock. So now he's working with David Brock. And somehow or another, this guy, I just, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to hum the the national anthem the start every i mean <laughs> even broadway musicals that make me feel american i just want to hum it all day because this lawyer even though he worked at perkins coy even though he took a job with the very leftist smear mongering david brock he takes on ray epps who, with his MAGA hat, is screaming in front of a crowd, let's go take the Capitol. Wow. Now, you can't work for Perkins Coy and and David Brock, take a job with David Brock at this time in history. If you were, you know, really a MAGA person, it would drive you out of your mind. So clearly, he's a lefty, but he believes in the right to protest and the right of freedom of speech and the right to do that without being smeared. So he, go, he goes from the, from the law department that was chief in smearing the president of the United States right to David Brock, who ran the biggest smear operation, Media Matters, ever. And now he's representing this this beautiful MAGA guy because he believes no man should be smeared. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. It's amazing. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that he's out there because, boy, what would we do without an attorney like that? And let me go on a bit further. What would we do without the New York Times? (laughs) Listen to this, Stu. As a potential indictment looms over President Donald J. Trump, he and his allies have sought to tie the Manhattan District Attorney, bringing the case to a familiar Republican specter, George Soros. No, yeah, they didn't. 
Soros, oh, come on. Soros, who has backed Democratic candidates and causes, as well as democracy and human rights all around the world. Loves democracy, loves human rights. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been the boogeyman on the right mm-hmm. for many years. You mean like a, a, a mythical creature in the night? Yes. Doing all these negative things. But in reality, <laughs> he doesn't even exist. Well, here's the deal. I mean, he has had to confront front attacks that portray him as a globalist oh. mastermind oh no and they often veer into anti-semitism yes, there right? you go yeah, right you go. okay mm-hmm. um the sure. connections between him and alvin bragg this is the new york times between him and alvin bragg the manhattan district attorney are real but overstated uh, wait so they are real. This they're are real, this isn't but a they're overstated. Oh, they're overstated. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In reality, How are they overstated? In reality, okay. Mr. Soros donated to a liberal group that endorses progressive prosecutors and supports efforts to overhaul the criminal justice system. Okay. So basically, if I could just uh, translate yeah. the, uh-huh. the uh-huh. Republican lies here yes, for a moment. Right. Yes. Basically, what's happened is George Soros wrote a $5,000 check to a charity. Well. And, the, and that charity... Uh, uh, gave a ton of money to this candidate, mm-hmm. and you know George Soros was a small part of it. But because George How? Soros is Jewish, that people are just uh, signaling him yeah, out. Basically, yeah, that's right. the way well, this works. Sure, is that, sure. Is it? Here's the deal: he did donate to that liberal group that endorses progressive prosecutors and supports efforts to overhaul the justice system. But this is in in line with causes that he's publicly supported for years. Okay, see, that's what I so mean. So he wasn't going after this guy so, in particular. So let me guess. He he gave a donation yeah. years ago. Uh-huh. Well, and, and that money well, just sat in the in the bank account for a while and eventually well, it was given out by this organization to this one guy that they're highlighting because they want to make the big Donald Trump conspiracy. It's so typical of these conservatives. Okay. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um while the link between Mr. Bragg and Mr. Soros does exist, arguments that the district attorney was bought is misleading. Yeah, okay. Mr. Bragg announced his candidacy for the position in June 2019. Nearly two years later, mm-hmm. on May 8, 2021, the political arm of Color of Change, oh, good, good a, organization. a progressive mm-hmm. criminal justice group, endorsed him. Okay. It pledged it would send a million dollars on direct mailers on the ground campaigning and voter turnout efforts on his behalf. Okay, so a but small portion no, of that money was the no, money that George no, Soros had already... No, will you listen? I'm sorry. See, you're jumping to conclusions. I am, I am. Yeah. It didn't donate to Mr. Bragg's campaign directly, okay? Oh. It, it didn't. Oh, there's no money. Oh, he was, they were just doing that, okay? Okay. A few days later... A few days later, yeah. May 14th, uh-huh. Mr. Soros contributed a million dollars to the group. <laughs> Come on. Right. Which intended to help Mr. Bragg with the money. Wait, hold on. Sorry. But he didn't do it. I mean. Let me make sure I understand here. Right. So Color of Change announces publicly they want to give one million dollars exactly to yes. this candidate. Yeah. Three days later. George Soros gives $1 million to this organization and says he wants it to go to the candidate. And Well, no. He just said, here's a million dollars. I don't care how you use it. Did he, Do though? you have anything? Okay. Well, I mean, you're making it up that he said that. He I just, thought that what the you just New said, York said Times to- just said, Mr. Soros contributed $1 million to the group, 
which intended to help Mr. Bragg with the money. So the group intended to do yes. it. Yes. And he just yes. happened to donate and the, the exact amount of money three days after they quote-unquote publicly announce it. He just happened to be there. He didn't know that Color of Change didn't meet its pledge. Mm. It eventually spent nearly $500,000 oh. in support, and that was an 11% of the group's $4.6 million in spending. Uh, and okay. how much was Soros of the spending? Uh, one million out of 4.6? Um, Gee, he's not important uh, to this organization at all. A spokesperson for the political arm of Color Change said the group reviewed and interviewed reform-minded district attorneys each election cycle, and the process was independent of all the funders. Oh. Mr. Soros was just one of many large donors to the group. Past donors include, write this down, the uh, members of the wealthy Pritzker family, the oh, Facebook okay. co-founder, Dustin Moskowitz, mm. and the hip-hop group, The Beastie Boys. <laughs> Mr. Bragg was... No, I'm glad that they're influencing our campaign. Mm. Mr. Bragg was not the only candidate for Color of Change that they endorsed and aided through organizing efforts. The group also helped, with George Soros' money, to re-elect Larry Krasner, the district attorney of Philadelphia. Okay. And all they did was contact more than 300,000 voters and sent nearly 200,000 pieces of direct mail on his behalf. In addition, it also operated phone banks, read, ran advertisements, and mobilized voters to support the local candidate in Virginia with a ballot initiative in Minneapolis. Nor was Mr. Soros' $1 million contribution particularly unusual. Soros has oh. given to the group multiple times before it endorsed Mr. Bragg. He personally donated 450000 between 2016 and 2018. Wait, but what the hell does this matter? And his PAC gave $2.5 million in 2020. We agree that George Soros funds crazy, terrible uh, district there attorney candidates. There is no connection between George Soros and Alvin Bragg. There's been no, I'm quoting, no contact. It says between that? the two. Yes. George Soros and Alvin Bragg have never met in person or spoken by telephone. What does that matter? Email, Zoom. Uh, there has been no contact between the two. Mr. Soros has been open about his years-long support of progressive prosecutors. In fact, in a 2022 op-ed article in the Wall Street Journal, Mr. Soros explained his thoughts on overhauling the criminal justice system what? and wrote, quote, we have, uh, no, the idea we need to choose between justice and safety is false. I have supported in the election and more recently the re-election of prosecutors who support reform. I've done it transparently and I have no intention of stopping. His, he says, look, we have justice and that's what I'm pushing for. And you say that it won't be as safe that's false. We have to spend more time on this. Back in just a minute. Mantis X. I'm not sure where ammunition comes from anymore. I suspect that it's made in a giant factory where a bunch of Oompa Loompas dance around singing songs about, you know, effing around and then finding out that it's bad. But I can't really be sure. What I do know is that it costs a fortune. A fortune. Just going to target practice right now can set you back quite a bit, and you still need to maintain your marksmanship. There is a better way. This is why I highly recommend the Mantis X. It is high-tech, easy-to-use system. 
We should put this on my screen in front of us so we can, I can show you. It's so incredible. All you do is you take your gun, you attach the Mantis X to the barrel, and you can aim at anything. You don't need a target, and you aim at anything. And what it's doing is it's analyzing where you're trying to focus on and what happens as you pull the trigger. Within 20 minutes, within 20 minutes, 94% of shooters improve. It is fantastic. It's like having a firearm instructor, I don't know, taped to your gun. Uh, start improving today. Get yours at mantisx.com. Mantisx.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So, what do they think the accusation here is? That they were buddies? Like, I, I never thought that George Soros and Alvin Bragg were hanging out and like going to coffee in the morning. The accusation was George Soros has an insane political philosophy that gets people killed, and he's been paying for these candidates' uh, campaigns. Oh, see, there you go. There you yeah. go. There's your connection. Trying right. to tie George Soros to Alvin Bragg, yes, saying that he, he's in his pocket because he's paying for the campaigns. Like, I think there is a... Uh, this happens all the time, mm-hmm. where like George Soros gives a hundred thousand dollars to an organization that winds up supporting something, you know, multiple years later, and it's still an interesting tie. That's interesting. This is way, way more clear than that. Jeez. They announced a million dollars for this guy, and three days later, he so, gave a million dollars to the organization you know, to give to this guy. You are a guy. You're a guy. I guarantee. Yeah, I guarantee. Just by the way, you're saying you're against the New York Times. When they come after the Koch brothers, you know, when they come out and say, hey, there's no connection, no connection to their money and the politicians and the policies that they're supporting. There's no connection. They have issues that they well, one of the one that's alive has issues uh, Mm -hmm. that they believe in. Right. And they donate to organizations that support those beliefs. No, but I suppose you say that's evil. Because that's the New York Times. I mean, the New York Times has got to be saying that's there is evil no to the Koch brothers. There's no problem whatsoever with George Soros giving his money to an organization he believes in. The problem is the things he believes in are killing our society. That's the problem. He can give his money, but we can also note that he is the cause of all of this crap that's happening to us. He's just looking for justice. Is he? He's just looking for justice. And of and course, there's a connect. What do you mean there's no connection? You just outlined an incredibly close I, connection. I, don't, I apologize. If anybody in David Brock's organization, who is a, a former attorney for Perkins Coy, happens to be listening, it's all on him. <laughs> I'm I'm with you. I'm for justice. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. More right. in just a second. Great, great stuff today. Besides the Deutsche Bank thing. No, you're not supposed to say that. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I got to tell you, I am just so thrilled every time I open my eyes and I'm like, oh my gosh, they found a way to make that woke. You know, when they got to M&M's, I'm like, that is fantastic. It's fantastic. You know, some people are tired of all of that and they just want a good product at a great price. Something they can really rely on. And hey, once in a while, surprise me. Be on my side. Don't be woke. That's Patriot Mobile. 
America's only Christian conservative conservative wireless provider. It offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means you're going to get the best possible service wherever you're at. If you're not satisfied, the coverage guarantee lets you switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. More importantly, you're doing business with a company that supports free speech, the sanctity of life, and you. Switch now. PatriotMobile.com slash back. PatriotMobile.com slash back. Or call them now at 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash back. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is will not be censored. You can get 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. At important meetings in 21 and 22, powerful leaders from government, finance, media, business, all who support the World Economic Forum's plan for a great reset of capitalism launched a new call to action titled The Great Narrative. The Great Narrative campaign seeks to use the decay of tr- traditional values throughout the West and uh, new and future advancements in technology, including the areas of artificial intelligence, automation, the metaverse, robotics, and more to seize control of economies and societies in North America and Europe. They they will impact your life all over the planet. Uh, It is going to change the definition of free will, freedom, and even what it means to be a human. According to the leaders of the Great Reset, the great narrative movement, by the year 2030, your world will be fundamentally transformed and you're going to be happy about it this is the topic of the next book in the great reset series it's coming out in july be the first to uh, order it you can do it now barnes and noble or amazon.com glenn Beck with justin haskins dark future uncovering the great resets terrifying next phase and i'm proud to say that Bill Gates, somehow or another, is on the cover, too. That's a nice addition. Congratulations, Glenn. You, you have the number one book in America in the category of fascism. So you, you've beat out Mein Kampf. Congratulations. Wow, thank you. You've done it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, they're going to use that against you. Glenn Beck, best-selling fascist author. <laughs> uh, but uh, what is, uh, what's uh, fascinating is you are now you also now have the number one book in America on Amazon when you search for Dark Future which is the title of your book, which has not been the case until right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Now, when you search for the title of your book, it actually shows up. So it's really? congratulations. Wow, that is yeah, great. That's, uh, that's that is wonderful. Great. Okay. So uh, grab your copy now. Uh, make sure you get a copy. Uh, you can order it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you buy your uh, books. Okay. Let's, let's go through a couple of other things. Just read this story. Um, asteroid, the size of 22 tuna. Fly closer to Earth than the moon. Now, I don't know what the hell's happening, but I've never measured things by the size of tuna. I don't know. Tuna could be the size of a car, size of a suitcase. 
I don't know the size of tuna. I have no idea. I've never, I've never had to go out and hunt my own tuna, you no. know, and gut and clean it and then go, hey, who wants tuna fish sandwiches? I mean, we, it, we just have to hope that it's not a Costco, you know, economy sized <laughs> can of tuna. Right. That, that could blow up the yeah. entire world. I mean, we, I mean, I was just starting to get down with the measuring of asteroids by the size of camels. Remember that came yeah, out that a couple was weird weeks. too. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm telling you, aliens have taken over, and they're like, uh, "Yeah, it's about the size of 22 t- tuna." That's what they say, right? That's what the humans they measure by tuna. Oh, I thought it was camels. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's tuna or camels. Yeah, okay. We know that. Those are the two competing systems, like right. English and metric. You got tuna and camels. That's the only way people understand things. I mean, if you said three mustangs. I would go, okay, we're not talking about horses. I don't think. We're talking about cars, right? Couldn't you just say three cars? Yes, you could. Yes, you could. Three cars would make sense. Yes, you could. How many tuna is this thing? 22. 22 tuna? 22 tuna. There's got to be something that's 22 times the size of a tuna that would be better to summarize this. It's like Noah's Ark. You know? Cubits. How big is a cubit? I don't know. Compare it to a tuna. How many tunas does a ship need to be? Anyway, uh, did you see the Ford Mustang and Chevy Camaro dead as of January 2024? Going to be electric. So the last ones are coming off the line uh, this year. It'll be the 2024, but the last one off the line is January 2024, which I hate. And have you seen the uh, SRT Demon? Yes. The Challenger? The, it's, is it, yeah, the, yeah, the Dodge Challenger Demon, Demon. SRT. Yeah. There's like five names there, but man, oh, that thing's let impressive. Me, let, me just, let me just say, if you happen to be in the car business and you have a, uh, you know, a, a lot coming in, a Dodge Challenger SRT Demon, I know a customer. <laughs> His name kind of sounds like Len Eck. Uh, which is weird. Um, and for anybody who might, maybe my wife listening, I am not saying for me. No, you I'm say you just, know someone. You, you, I know somebody who would like one of these and can't find one of these. And I'm just saying you should call 888-727-BCK so I could pass your information as a dealer on to this friend. That friend, yeah. yeah. I think they don't go on sale until Monday. I think I think it's yeah, the twenty seventh. Uh, I mean, I've already I've I've called around and everybody's like, I mean, my friend has called around. You, wh- oh, you called around for your friend? Yeah, oh. yeah. And he said he was calling around. Like, what? Well, me get on the phone? Maybe that'll you know sway some. No, no. Because they're only uh, making three thousand of these things. Three thousand. One thousand twenty five horsepower, I believe. Yeah. Z- zero to sixty, not zero actually. Rolling start to sixty. In 1.66 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Holy cow. It That's comes amazing. with a parachute. I mean, we how can we abandon this technology when we're just getting good just at it? pisses me off. Like, we're just, just nailing the combustion engine and having it do incredible things. We're like, oh, let's just bail completely. I know. Uh, it just, it drives me out of my mind. It really drives me out of my mind. Everybody, did you see that Ford uh, just lost $2 billion dollars? In 2022, uh, because of EVs, they're electric vehicles. That division lost two billion dollars. 
I mean, but I mean, that's, you know, it's by the way, there was a big story that I think it might've been in the times as well. Um, talking about the effects on local economies because of the electric cars you know, the, these com- these areas that have been built on parts manufacturing and all of this are just being destroyed and look i you know I'm, as, as a guy who likes innovation that is that is part of capitalism uh, it does happen when you have new technology but what usually is the reason for it is you have new superior technology technology we, we that don't. people are choosing and want and desire and therefore yeah. old, the older industry goes away that's not what's happening here no it's not like people are choosing like i gotta have an electric car some people are and they're great some of them are incredible cars but like i you know i really like the tesla i don't own a tesla because it it it's impossible to uh, recharge if you're going on a long trip and i like to drive cross country so i'm not buying a tesla you know, you get something where it is, you know, I'm at able to point, go someplace yeah. and I can, you know, stop at a electric fueling station and it takes me, you know, 10 minutes to recharge it. I'm good. But no, I don't think the technology is. I also don't like the fact that, you know, you can burn up in your car. Um, but <laughs> but other than those two things, you know, I'm good with it. This is this is this is insane. We do not have the transmission lines to be able to deliver this kind of electricity. California leads the country in number of electric vehicles. You already have brownouts and blackouts. What are you, crazy? Where are you going to get the electric, the electricity? Where is that coming? I mean, you're... You already don't have enough. It's just, I mean, it, it makes absolutely no sense. You seem frustrated. Almost as frustrated as I am trying to figure out what the average length of a tuna is. <laughs> Which is, I, I've been trying to do this entire time. And they range from, let's see, 4.6 feet to 9.8 feet for an adult male these are larger tuna obviously so we don't know if it's male or female we don't know but like is it an albacore at 4.6 feet is it a pacific bluefin tuna at 9.8 feet that's incredibly important here right you're talking about doubling we have the size of this asteroid we have no idea if this asteroid is uh Blue Pacific blue albacore tuna or Pacific Pacific bluefin bluefin tuna. tuna. We have no idea what could possibly hit the Earth today. No idea the size of it. It's twenty two times that. So that's a lot. That's a lot. That's you're, a lot. I mean, you're, you're, is it twenty two right. times four? Twenty two times three? I just or hope it lands, times ten. If it hits Earth, I hope it lands on my house. I mean, and me in it, not my family, just me. Just take me out. Your family agrees. Yeah. I know they do, but Dodge Dodge dealers, they do not agree. They don't make decisions they, for Len Eck. No, they, they don't. Oh, he's and a totally he different is, person. He wants one of these SRT demons like crazy. So you should call and I'll pass your number on to Len Eck. And Good uh, dude, that Len Eck. He is a you good, know, dude. good dude. Good dude. Good dude. Keeping America running Keeping by buying America. one of these Dodge. Right. You know, because yeah. they may... They may not sell out. Would this be something? Now, this is something, a totally different conversation. I hate to bring it up here, but like, would this be something your wife would oppose? 
If you wanted one. Uh, now, I know you don't, uh, but I'm saying if. Yeah, if I wanted one, yeah. no, she would be, are you kidding me? <laughs> She'd kill me. That's why I don't want one. No, I, I, know, I know you don't want one. Yeah, but I would like a Dodge dealer that has access to one just to call because my friend might buy one. Probably pretty done deal on that one. Mm. But he'd have to talk to his wife. But his wife is so cool. Anyway, 888-727-BECK. I want to paint a picture of uh, peace of mind for you. You're planning to buy or sell a home in the near future or both. Um, Your real estate agent comes in the door, comes in, sits down. You have a talk with them. You like them. They you relate to them. They're kind of coming from the same place that you are. They have credibility. They ask what your goals are. They help you out with those goals. That's realistic. That's not realistic. If you want to get that, then here's what we have to do. And he pulls out uh, his phone and a piece of paper and proceeds to pull up all the names of every single person that you're going to need to help get the job done and do it right. And he knows them and they're going to be able to do this quickly so we can get on the road. Oh, and by the way, I've already got customers because I have I've been calling people through my website I know what they're looking for. So as soon as we post it, your house is going to have the best chance of selling on time and for the most amount of money. And they'll do the same thing. Is that a dream come true? It's not a dream. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. You have to get the guys who know what they're doing. Did I just say guys? Because there are females and males who used to be. Nope, none of those. None of those. But male and females, realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. We'll recommend uh, the, the, the people that we think are the best in your area. Uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Not you. Uh, <laughs> right. You can't design it from scratch, but that your friend Len, right. Len Eck could describe Len Eck it. Len Eck could do it. Vaughn in Oklahoma is on. You are uh, you're with a Dodge dealership. Yeah, that's right. I was uh, I was calling to maybe get in touch with this friend of yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now uh, you'll have to be careful because his wife doesn't know about this. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it between us. Uh, yeah. Keep it between. And any friend of uh, Len Eck's wife. You'll be dead to me if you tell his wife. If you tell his wife about this. Why would he? Why would? Hmm? Why would you care? I'm uh, just much a about good friend Len? with him. Just a good friend, and oh, okay. just might you know he'll break it to his wife slowly. Um, anyway, uh, he'll talk about how much money they're saving mm-hmm. by buying this. Oh, okay. You see, what, you see what? Right. Okay. Right. For sure. Yeah. 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 So you you have some allocated. We do. We have two uh, allocated to our store. Okay, and uh, I think one of them uh, might have had a customer's name on it that rhymed with Len Eck. I don't know. Shut up. Well, I've heard this guy, this friend of yours occasionally yeah. uh, misspells his name, and it looks like your name. It's yeah, but very only, that bastard only does it on contracts. You know oh, what I mean? Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, Vaughn, um, uh, we're going to get your phone number, and then my friend may call you later about this uh now he sounds like me but don't be fooled okay don't let him pull a prank on you like that absolutely no 
we'll make sure that uh, that yeah. we properly identify this individual. So for people that are are looking to buy one of these, are um, do you get to design them or are they just coming? No, they're just coming. They're, they're just coming. You know, they're 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 what's called the last call. It's the the last time they're going to make this engine. Right, but I mean, there's no there's no features that you can, you can upgrade, yeah. right? Can you do that? Not, not no, not at the moment. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, Interesting. Because they're set for a set amount, uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, only fifteen hundred are coming to the the U.S. Three thousand, I think. I think it was three thousand. Three thousand total, right? total in the U.S. Three hundred in Canada, I think. Three hundred in Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so they're coming as Dodge builds them. They're not. They're not customized. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. Well, he'll call you or somebody from his office because sometimes they get very busy in his office. He's. Uh, I don't know what he does, but uh, he's. Uh, well, so you know, and if he's he happens to be uh, you know a short drive from Oklahoma City, I don't know that. It's Dallas weird. He, I think he so. lives by Oklahoma City. He or yeah, or near yeah. Oklahoma, or li- <laughs> right? Yeah. He lives right yeah. near Oklahoma City, yeah, which I mean, is it, in it, Oklahoma. It was meant to be. Yeah, it meant it to was. be. All right, Vaughn. We should get we should get Vaughn's information. Yeah. What, get, what, we should at least say what the dealership. Yeah. Is. What is I mean, your dealership? Geez. What dealership? Bob Howard Dodge. Bob, Bob Howard Dodge, Dodge in Oklahoma City has one. <laughs> uh, challenger wow has one been sold yeah well, oh, apparently Act, i don't probably, know yeah, yeah the guy yeah. he said it was already had a name on it mm-hmm. so uh thank you so much vaughn hang on i want to make sure we have your your information and we will uh i'll have my friend reach out to you so mm, you said yourself is anybody hmm? does anybody have any advice on how to remain married when you have to tell your wife you want a challenger is has anybody done that successfully uh love to hear from art laffer with some good news next the glenn back program i just spent some time uh with the uh, head of uh, american giant and i swear to you he is we are cut from the same cloth we talked about things, you know, to try to save America, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, I don't care if we make any money. I, I mean, you know, we just we got to do it. <laughs> like You and I are going to live in the poorhouse because that's exactly the way I am. He just wants to make the best quality stuff and revive America. It's American giant. It is quality, quality clothing made here. Cut here, sewn here. The cotton is grown here. It is, um, it's cleaned here, washed. All of it is done here in America because Bayard's on a mission. He is on a mission to restore America to its greatness. So you can find cheaper clothes, you know, made over in Vietnam, um, or you can buy America and help build the dream by getting really quality American clothing. It is creating jobs and uh, restoring us. American-giant.com slash Glenn. Anything you're looking for, t-shirts, anything you're looking for, jeans, pants, whatever. American-giant.com slash Glenn.
Zig Twisted Freak, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Now, yesterday, it was kind of a downer of a program. Uh, and so I said, hey, tomorrow is going to be all bright blue sky sunshine. We're just going to be, we're going to look for the good things. And, you know, with me left to my own devices, I would be looking at, let's say, a, a German bank that might be in trouble today. It's always in trouble, so there's nothing new. But I'm not looking at that. I'm not looking at you might, but I'm not looking at that. I wanted to get the guy on who's fixed really bad problems before to give us his look at where we are in the economy and how we fix it if we would gain control of the levers uh, in two years. His name is the legendary Art Laffer. He is joining us in 60 seconds. Sometimes the awful effects of a terrible event manifest themselves long after the event is over. And on 9-11, there were almost 3,000 people killed. And over two decades later, people are still losing their lives from 9-11 related illnesses. There is a whole new generation of young people growing up right now who don't know anything about what happened that day. Only two states mandate learning about it in school. How much you want to make a bet? New York's not one of them. This is why the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is giving educators access to non-fiction 9-11 resources for K-12 learning. This includes full curriculum units built around first-person accounts, scripted social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers, as well as the nonfiction Discovering Heroes series of books and the curriculum units. There's a speakers bureau, first responders, uh, survivors. They have a, uh, a mobile exhibit that it is about a 1100 square f- uh, foot museum that goes around the country these people are making sure we don't forget and are teaching the truth never forget means we have to educate future generations so help tunnel to towers educate kids donate 11 dollars a month at t2t.org that's t the number two t dot org so um probably Anybody who is my generation or, or a little uh, younger, uh, their favorite movie is Ferris Bueller. And in <laughs> Ferris Bueller, there is this scene. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, <laughs> passed the, anyone, anyone, a tariff bill, the Holly Smoot Tariff Act, which anyone raised or lowered, <laughs> raised tariffs in an effort to collect more revenue for the federal government. Did it work? Anyone? Anyone know the effects? It did not work, and the United States sank deeper into the Great Depression. 
Today, we have a similar debate over this. Anyone know what this is, class? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone seen this before? The Laffer Curve. Anyone know what this says? It says that at this point on the revenue curve, you will get exactly the same amount of revenue as at this point. This is very controversial. Does anyone know what Vice President Bush called this in 1980? Anyone? <laughs> Something D-O-O economics. Voodoo economics. Okay. Art Laffer, who the Laffer Len. Curve is named after. Welcome to the program. Hi, well, Art. Thank you. It's so good talking to you, Glenn. You're a hero of mine. <laughs> thank you. you. You are mine as well. So, Art, you are always the most optimistic guy because you have gone in to, into countries that have collapsed and turned it around. So I know we can do it. I, I'd like to ask a couple of things. Um, what, your, what your feeling is with all of the pressures that are, I mean, we're shutting off energy. Um, we are on the verge of a war. I hope to God not. Um, we have a, a possible banking collapse in our horizon. I hope to God not. Uh, and inflation. So what is your outlook? And then what do we, what are the most important things that we should do to encourage Congress and look for in the next president? Well, let me just say the things you listed there, we are in those troubles. We do have a banking crisis. We do have inflation. Uh, we do have a very muddled policy of the government. And there is a land war in Europe that is going on that's quite serious and is threatening. All those true. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be true going forward. I mean, just when we came in into office in January 20th, 1981, Glenn, uh, we had Jimmy Carter. We had four presidents, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, and Carter, mm -hmm. what I call the Four Stooges. <laughs> the largest assemblage of bipartisan ignorance ever on planet Earth. The economy had tumbled. The stock market had fallen from 1966 to 1982. The stock market fell by like 65% in real terms. So we were at, at the tail end of a really bad hurricane, but we could turn it around. And I think right now is the same way. I mean, I'm feeling very depressed about the policies that are going on, as you mentioned, and everyone knows all of them every day, all the time. Biden wants more taxes. His budget's $6.9 You have people flipping you off all around the world. It's a, it is a bad picture, but I went, right now I feel that this is the time for a cataclysmic change in U.S. policies and gives us the opportunity to really change the face of the earth all for the better. And I think the election of 2024 portends to be a really good election for truth, beauty, and the American way. That's me talking. Right. Now, the Republicans are right now as much a problem as are the Democrats. Mm. Don't think of this in Republican-Democrat terms. Think of this in pro-growth, pro-freedom, tax cut, controlled spending, sound money. Think of it in those terms, not in terms of parties. And I, I think we can do it, Ben. I mean, Glenn. So, so um, uh, that's, 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 friend. My, yeah. that's my friend who's trying to buy a car and his wife doesn't know about it. No, I was um, thinking of Ben Stein. <laughs> okay. I was thinking of that video, that, right. that, that clip. Uh, so that's all right. So, um, by the way, have you talked to Ben recently? He's such I have. a great guy. I, I talked to him about, about six months ago. I yeah. spent a lot of time with him. Yeah. And he wasn't doing well at the time. Oh, he was no. Oh, if you talk to him, say hi to him for me, will you? I sure will. Um, He's a great guy. Great guy. Such a yep. great guy. Um, all right. So, Art. Can we just take this apart here for just a second? Have you seen, and, and I'm not talking about what we can do, 
because I do believe if we unleash the ingenuity of the American people, really free them and then, you know, stop all this insanity, um, we can rescue our country. I agree with that. Um, But have you ever seen us in this kind of situation historically where we seem to have all of the decks stacked against the republic? Yeah, I I think, you know, when I mentioned 1980, before 80, I think it was all stacked against us. It was really depressing, Glenn. I know you were really young then, maybe not even born yet. No, I was. But the world was was really grisly. Mm. It was dark. It was grim. Uh, But we didn't have the the debt that we have now. We don't, we didn't have the... Oh, there are differences. They're true. But we also didn't have the tax rates then that we have now. Our tax rate now, highest income tax rates, 37%. Back then it was 70%, Glenn. Uh, you know, we had uh, uh, in 19, uh, uh, 1976, now that's just a little bit before, every single state in the United States except Nevada had a death tax. Every single one. Today, 33 states have gotten rid of their death taxes. So there are lots of things. I mean, pollution. I come from Cleveland, Ohio. Lake Erie, back then when I was a kid, you, to prove that you were the Christ, you wouldn't have to walk on the water. Hell, anyone could do that. <laughs> you know, we had smog in L.A. We had, well, yeah. I like, 25 uh, three-stage smog, smog alerts. And then, you know, we were facing a horrible enemy at that time in 1980. Mm-hmm. You know, Russia wasn't a joke back then like it is now. I mean, so, you know, I think these times, we all tend to think of our own time as being the worst ever, but it's just as bad back then. And partisanship was horrible post-Nixon. I don't know if you remember, Democrats hated Republicans like mad. They wanted to kill every Republican. It was just like it is now. I mean, there wasn't a civil libertarian. There wasn't a a libertarian, a probe private person in the place that wasn't pilloried by the lefties. Mm. And that's the same thing now. Crime was horrendously high back then. Well, I, I'm, I'm not, don't mean to be lecturing at you, but these are very bad times today, but bad times lead to great changes in public policy. Do and you, if you look at the long picture, we're winning. We're not losing. The conservatives in this world are winning big time. Do you um, see, and you don't have to name, but do you see one or more politicians that could actually be a Reagan and pull this off? I see tons of them who could be. You know, the potential here in these people, there are some really qualified people. Uh, they, have, they have flaws and stuff like that, but they move. I want to see people who can read and can learn from their own mistakes and other people's mistakes to do a better job, not a right. doctrinal locked in the mud, you know, type of people. Uh, Reagan learned a lot when he was governor. He was the biggest tax increaser ever. He passed all the anti-abortion statutes in the state of California. He chaired the Equal Rights Amendment. He was a union leader. It called Nationwide Strikes. And Reagan became the best president because he learned. But I see people like DeSantis. I see people like Cruz. I see people, even Trump. I see people all over the place that have the potential of being a great president. And as a Democrat, let, let me just put you, there's a guy who's governor of Colorado named Jared Polis who is doing an amazing job. He did not do a lockdown in Colorado. He did not. He was right along with the Republican governors. He wants to get rid of the income tax there. He's cut property taxes. You know, he shipped uh, groups of illegal immigrants to Chicago and New York. I mean, there are people all around who have the potential of being great. So, Art, um, 
when you look at what's happening with the Federal Reserve, uh, I mean, you when you were with Reagan, interest rates were 18 or 19 percent, if I remember right. Yeah, 21 and a half percent when we took office on January 20th. There you go. 21. (laughs) 21 would miss the half. I know. 21 and a half. (laughs) You, You are that would kill everything in America today. How how when you look at the Fed and they were saying, oh, this is transitory. And now it's not. And you've got the banking crisis that's that's just underlying everything right now. And they still raise the rates. That should tell you they're freaking out now about inflation. Is that true or not? Well, I I think there's a difference today than there was then. And let me do the one today. The Fed has made huge mistakes of keeping interest rates at zero percent for a long, 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 long time. And banks have developed uh, their portfolio strategies, all their actions based upon zero interest rates. So now once they've made the mistake of thinking the world is zero interest and they've got those portfolios, there is no way we can adjust back to market rates without having grave uh, ramifications in the banking system and other financial institutions as well. So how do we, so how I do we recorrect that? The sooner we get that? out of the business of controlling interest rates, the better off we'll be. So that's, Free uh, markets should do that, not, not some Jay Powell, whose credentials are nothing like Volcker's or Greenspan or McChesney Martins. I mean, these people are not the competent gravitas people of the past. You now have the Central Bank of uh, Switzerland uh, guaranteeing uh, uh, Credit Suisse. Uh, Germany, Central Bank, said, you know, if there's problems with Deutsche Bank. Um, and so everybody is doing this. How do you reverse that? Yeah, I know. It's tough once, you, once you're in the soup. It's, it's like, and this is an example of, if I remember correctly, you told me once that you were an alcoholic and you got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it's going cold turkey. Mm. You know, you got to stop drinking. What is and it? When you have a state running monetary system, which it should not be there, when you have a state running every tax, every government spending, just stop already. You know, two people stand in there, Glenn. One's been a lifelong smoker and the other one's never had a cigarette. And you ask them both to not smoke for the next three months. For the guy who's never had a cigarette, that's fine. Let's go. I'm fine with that. The guy who's a three-pack-a-day smoker, oh, my God, it's the end of the We have allowed ourselves to be addicted to socialist economic policies over the last 20-plus years. And it's, it's wreaking havoc on the U.S. How do we get back to free markets? And I know of only one way of getting back to free markets is doing it right now. The Fed's balance sheet is almost $9 trillion. I know. I, know. I mean, we have a budget proposed of $6.9 trillion. We have a national debt of 125% of GDP. All of these things, Glenn, need to be stopped. Now, how do you stop it? You know, you stop it by going cold turkey. Now, when we got in, we went a little cold turkey with you. If you remember 1981, 82, 83, it wasn't the prettiest period. No, it wasn't. But tell me how you liked the story and the ending of that story. I did. Wasn't it beautiful? Yeah. We okay, just, so Art, did. hang on. Can you hang on just for one minute? I'm sure. Gonna, I want to come back. One minute with Art Laffer. He's a economist who actually has experience of fixing these things, and he's always optimistic even when he tells you bad news all right um today is the last day for a special from tuttle twins when you order their books a set of their books today tuttletwinsbeck.com you're going to get a free dvd with the episodes of their new cartoon tuttle twins huge name with conservatives and and uh you know home uh, homeschoolers they fill the gap in both 
entertainment and education. They fit really well. Um, all of the stories that are fun and exciting and will teach your kids uh, the important things about how the economy works, why our free system is better than what we're doing right now. There's a reason they have sold millions, five million copies of their books at this point and gotten under the establishment's uh, skin because it's a success. Celebrate their success with them. I'd like to send you a free DVD with some of the episodes of their new cartoons. Uh, just to order a set of their kids' books at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Today is the last day to get this. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a free DVD with the episodes of the cartoon. When you order their sets of, uh, of a book, you just uh, order today. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Art Laffer is uh, with us. Art, um, what does it? What does a banking collapse that includes, you know, all of Europe's banks as well? What What does that look like uh, when it happens? I don't think America has ever seen that. Maybe in the 1930s, but not a global collapse like oh, this. We, we saw it back in the eight, 19th century. We saw a number okay. of them. We did see in the 30s as well. Okay. I mean, you know, the, 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 the government of the U.S. confiscated all private holdings of gold in March of 1933 at $20.67 an ounce six months later. Uh, they raised the price of gold from $20.67 to $35. It was the biggest wealth tax ever. We devalued the dollar against the British pound, the German mark, the, you know, the French franc. I mean, we have seen really horrible things in our past. And the nice thing about crises is that they're over quickly. We had a crisis in 2007, 2008, when Obama came into office and the Democratic Congress there and the tax increases and all that. But we tried to save losers. And when you try to save losers, you guarantee there are no winners. And at the beginning of the world of 2008 is when the U.S. started in its long secular decline. Uh, and it really did. It was W and Obama combined. They're both ridiculous. I mean, the Bobsy twins, I call them. Mm. Uh, the ridiculous policies that started the long decline of America, which we are in experiencing right now. Uh, but prior to that, I mean, when we came into office... Uh, Glenn, when we came into office on January 20th, 1981, we'd had a long decline in America. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was just a short, brief respite of, of sunshine with John F. Kennedy for, what, was it three years in mm -hmm. office when we had the tax cuts and growth? But before that, it was all horrible, Glenn. I mean, since 1929, it had been horrible. So we can reverse this. And we just need someone to come in with the fortitude and vision of low-rate, broad-based, flat taxes. Not so I know that restraint. I know after Woodrow Wilson, um, Silent Cal came in and he cut the size of the government and he cut the size of taxes. He cut both of them in half. And then I think half again a year or so later. He did. He did. Yeah. It was called the Roaring Twenties. Hello. Right. We ran budget deficits, budget surpluses for 11 years straight. Right. 11 right. years straight. That's crazy. Glenn. Godly. It was just amazing. <laughs> so. Uh, so. Yeah. How do you sell that? I mean, it was easier to sell that around the turn of the century when people understood the federal government was not something that should be growing out of control. These progressive ideas were all new ideas. Well, 
the selling of it is a funny animal. And let me give you an example of the um, sort of my philosophy on selling things is, you know, every election is a referendum on the incumbent. You know, if the incumbent's great, why change the renter? Keep competing. Keep, keep yeah, yeah. You know, and what happened in, in, in 1980 is Jimmy Carter had failed miserably. We had Johnson, Nixon, Ford, and Carter, the, those four stooges I mentioned to you. And Ronald Reagan was selected at that time as being better than the incumbent. Right. And came in and then did change the policies. The election of 1984, where we won 49 out of 50 states, that was an election pro-Reagan. Uh, then the election of 88 was pro-Reagan. You know, I think you've got a very weak president right now. I think people don't like him. I don't think they uh, relish his competence. I don't think of him as a good leader. They don't think of him as a good leader of the country. So we have a real opportunity to take advantage of a rejection of an incumbent president, rejection of an incumbent Congress, House, and Senate. And I think we have a real chance of flipping the the system. Now all we need to do is get someone in there who understands pro-growth, free market economics. Laffer Associates. We will. Laffer. We will. Laffer Associates founder and chairman Art Laffer. Thank you, sir, for uh, your friendship. But more importantly, thank you for your optimism and your hard work that truly has saved the West for a long time. Thank you, Art Laffer. The Glenn Beck Program. Inflammation. Even the word sounds unpleasant, doesn't it? There are a lot of people in the world who suffer from frequent pain and inflammation is usually the thing causing it inside your body. Joints can begin to swell. And the next thing you know, you have pain radiating outward from their sources in in the body. And, uh, you know, you you'll take aspirin for it or whatever. You'll take ibuprofen, but it won't touch it. I will tell you that I never I never take ibuprofen because it never has worked for me. You know, so when I found out relief factor, you know, it reduces inflammation. I'm like, oh, good. So it's ibuprofen. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, It attacks inflammation from four different ways. There's four different ingredients in this. So it attacks it in, in, in ways that ibuprofen can't attack it. Three week quick start. Get your life back. Get out of pain. It's 1995. Just try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. See if it doesn't. Reduce the inflammation and your pain. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code will not be censored. You'll get 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We were just talking about Art Laffer. I've known Art for years, uh, and he's just a dynamic guy. Stu said to me, "Now how old he is? No. Think about it. After just ju- think about it before I give the answer. Judge him from that interview. He was on top of everything. He remembered all sorts of historical details. He was describing the current situation. He went into detail of names and figures and and everything. I mean, he's on, on completely on the ball. Smarter than every person you will talk to today. And as on the ball as any person you'll talk to today. That man you just heard is two years older than Joe Biden. That's crazy. 
That's incredible. That is incredible. It shows that, like, the, you know, the criticism of Biden on this front is not an age criticism. Yeah. It is a Joe Biden criticism. <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, let me uh, uh, let me remind you that David Sachs, uh, an incredible interview with David Sachs, is uh, the podcast. It'll be out tomorrow. It came out uh, last night for Blaze TV subscribers. You can stream it anytime. It'll be out wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube uh, tomorrow. Don't miss it. All right. I, you know, I wanted to talk about good things today, and uh, we have the Missouri Attorney General on, Andrew Bailey, uh, who is filling the shoes nicely of the Attorney General, who is now the senator from the great state of Missouri. Um, Andrew, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me on. You bet. So I just wanted to go over some of the things that you're doing, because I, I, I wish more att- uh, attorney generals, uh, no, attorneys general would uh, follow in your footsteps and, and a few of the other states. And I know several um, uh, states are banning together on certain cases, but let's just go through some of the things you're doing. Your St. Louis um, circuit attorney, is that a Soros person, Kim Gardner? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's a Soros-backed prosecutor that's been in office now for too long and is creating more victims instead of protecting victims. And what are you doing about it? Well, we've initiated a legal proceeding to remove her from office, to hold her accountable for her unlawful refusal to enforce the laws. And so it's called a writ of quo warranto. And we've initiated that proceeding. And just this week, we filed an amended petition, 120 pages of additional facts that we've uncovered since we started this process. And we're going to keep our foot on the gas pedal in order to store the rule of law and justice for victims in the city of St. Louis. Uh, Like, what are some of the things that she has done? Well, she's refused to prosecute cases. So she charges cases and then they languish on the on the docket sheets. She never gathers evidence. She never gets her witnesses together. She never prepares for trial. And so the court has to dismiss the cases because the defendants have a right to a trial. She also refuses to inform and confer with victims, which is her constitutional statutory and not the least of which moral obligation. Mm. And she also refuses to file new charges referred to her by the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. So this is a continuous pattern of behavior. It's an unlawful refusal to do her job. And it's time for her to go and the rule of law to prevail. So in Missouri, in I think February, you launched an investigation into the Children's Hospital, the Transgender Center. And what to me, what's amazing about this is Jamie Reed, who worked at the Transgender Center, uh, went to you and went public saying these doctors, these hospital employees are lying to the parents of patients uh, she said, on several occasions, doctors at the Transgender Center have continued su- uh, prescribing medical transition, even when a parent stated they were revoking consent. What have you found on this so far? Well, this issue is about protecting children for me. And uh, the allegations that the whistleblower has made and sworn testimony to my office goes even further than that. And it's even one tenth of what she's saying is true. This is scary stuff. And she First of all, this is a person who identifies as a progressive who asked to work at a, as a caseworker in a transgender clinic because wow. she believes in transgender rights. And so if she's saying this is too far, we've got to take it seriously. And so we marshaled state resources. We're conducting a thorough investigation. And some of the allegations include the, the very things you're saying. There's not real informed consent. They're not 
tracking. They're not doing real psychological or psychiatric assessments mm. prior to prescribing cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers and ultimately surgery. They're recommending transition surgery for children under the age of 18. And we know that some of these drugs have serious long-term and even permanent health consequences, brain swelling, uh, loss of bone density, blindness. These aren't FDA approved. These are experimental drugs. And wow. surgery is certainly irreversible. And so we're not going to let, let left-wing woke quacks experiment on children in the state of Missouri. And we're taking every measure at our disposal to put an end to it. Which includes the emergency regulation. What, what is that? Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And so under our rulemaking authority in statute, we've promulgated an emergency rule in order to to put some safeguards in place so that parents have informed consent so they understand that European nations that are far to the left of America culturally have abandoned these dangerous practices in favor of psychiatry and psychology that require a psychological assessment prior to administration of drugs and recommendation of surgery and that, that require these, these clinics to actually obtain and maintain parental consent if they're going to go down this dangerous road because it's about protecting children. And at the end of the day, you know, what's frightening to me is that we had asked the clinic in St. Louis to institute a moratorium as we had conducted our investigation because they acknowledged that the allegations the whistleblower made were, were, were serious. And yet the clinic refused a moratorium under the auspices that they're the only clinic that provides these kinds of, of procedures and treatments. Well, we found through subsequent investigation that that's patently false. There's a shadowy clandestine network of these clinics across the state of Missouri that are experimenting on children, and, and it's dangerous. And we've got, to, we've got to do everything we can to put a stop to it. Um, I was just at a, um, at a pro-life uh, center, a pre-born center, and um, they told me that just a few days before I had gotten there, um, a, a young girl who had gone and gotten a uh, the abortion pill uh, walked in and had in a towel the body of her baby and she was hysterical and she said I, I didn't know what to do I didn't know where to go and she came there um, and she had just been told oh it'll just be like a you know a heavy period it's not going to be a big deal this is traumatizing um, young girls mainly young girls and uh, they are at, at times flushing what, you know, will look just like a child. And then as if it's no big deal, they return to the scene every time they have to go to the bathroom at their house. It is, I mean, the psychological damage alone, let alone the, um, the, the physical damage that can be done by these abortion pills. You and 20 state AGs are going uh, going through and saying you cannot send them through the mail. What? Where do we stand on this? Well, we've got to stand up and fight to protect the health of women and children. I'm proud to be leading this effort, and for Missouri to be a, a model state for these kinds of uh, these kinds of safety measures. And so, you know, President Biden, there's a statute on the books on the on, in the federal code that prohibits. A shipment of abortion pills through the mail. And that's been on the books for a long time. Well, despite the plain text of that statute, President Biden is trying to use unelected bureaucrats at the FDA to undermine the rule of law 
by by allowing shipment of abortion pills through the mail. And we know these are dangerous. That's the policy position that our elected representatives have taken by prohibiting that kind of behavior. And so we we stood up and fought back and we, we told the pharmaceutical companies that we would hold them accountable, the pharmacies, that we would hold them accountable for violations of the law. And we're winning that fight. I'm happy to say that some of the major pharmacies across the United States are starting to back down and starting to read the actual law and realize that President Biden's unelected federal bureaucrats can't give them a pass, can't can't give them a get out of jail free card to get around the plain text of the statutory prohibition on this kind of dangerous, dangerous behavior. Um, you, I know you were working. Um, you had a, a state gun law, the that was Second Amendment Preservation Act, uh, and a judge ruled it unconstitutional. Where are you and the other states with some of these uh, protections for guns? Have, do you know any update on the um, uh, the the confiscation or the uh, making of a felony uh, if you had a, a a gun that you know had the extending uh, Stock. Pistol brace. Yeah, pistol brace. Yeah, no, exactly. So we two issues there. Number one, we have joined other states in filing suit to block the federal rule that would ban pistol braces. That would overnight make hundreds of thousands of Missouri lawful Missouri gun owners uh, federal offenders. And quite frankly, I don't have a lot of trust in President Biden's Department of Justice at this point. So hmm. we're not going to allow that to happen. We're going to stand up and protect Missourians' Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. And any, also, and, hang on just a sec. Any yeah. update on that? Because the federal government has given everybody, I think, 120 days. And we're about halfway uh, through that time now. And we're still waiting for the court to to stop this. Are we going right. to know? Yeah, I mean, we've asked for an injunction. Certainly, we we have put on the evidence to, to demonstrate to the court the urgency of the matter, and uh, we we are confident that the court will do the right thing and and enjoin uh, enforcement of that rule to give us time to litigate the merits of that case. And so, I like where we are in that litigation, and it's important to for the state attorneys general to join together. It, as the vanguard in the fight against the rise of the unelected bureaucratic federal administrative state. And I'm proud to be leading that effort on behalf of the state of Missouri. That's great. Um, you know, I was really nervous when Eric Schmidt said he was going to run for Senate. And I said, Eric, you please tell me you have a great replacement. He said, Oh, the guy coming up is just fantastic. And uh, it, it, it appears as though he was absolutely right about that. Andrew Bailey, the Missouri attorney general. Thank you so much for being on with me. Hey, thank you, sir. Really appreciate the opportunity. You got it. Bye-bye. Um, Stu and I were there at the preborn clinic uh, when that, that nurse told us that story. And I, I just cannot imagine the horror uh, that everybody went through on that. Anyway, preborn is a remarkable, remarkable place. And about 20% of all pregnancies in this country still end in abortion. That, that's staggering. 20%. Ever since the overturning of Roe versus Wade, now you have the abortion pill. Um, it is, I mean, it's, it's a bad situation. A few years ago, I partnered with the Ministry of Preborn, and uh, I wanted to help them rescue uh, babies from exactly the fate we're talking about. They provide free ultrasounds to expecting moms. Now, this is better than a sign. This is better than 
protesting. This this saves babies and their moms together. Just an ultrasound. It's $28 per ultrasound. And, you know, these women aren't asking for an ultrasound. And so what the preborn clinics do is they come in and they say, okay, well, let's see what we're dealing with. Let's see how far along you are. They do an ultrasound for free because you or I or somebody else has paid for it. If you could donate 28 bucks, if you could donate 28 bucks um, a, a month, you personally would be responsible probably for about six babies being born. That's amazing. That's amazing. $28 a month, I think that's a good investment. Six lives are saved. Donate now. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Keyword baby. Or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Sponsored by Preborn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's a couple of things that uh, we should uh, check on here. Here's Janet Yellen yesterday, cut one, uh, about Joe Biden's budget. Isn't it a fact that the president's proposed budget proposes $4.7 trillion in new taxes? It does does propose significant additional taxes, yes. $4.7 trillion? Something like that, yes. Does she have a stroke or something? What I mean, what? Seriously, no. This something weird. I mean, I can't. Just the I strangest accent of any person. So I've ever strange, seen all of it. But four point just the four point seven, and that's just what they're saying. Of course. Yeah, but and and it's four point seven trillion dollars in new taxes. Um, by the way, only. Only on the billionaires. Oh, because they have. They have. Every billionaire has a trillion dollars. That's how that works. Going to touch you. Um, Here is the TikTok CEO admitting that, uh, yeah, the Chinese Communist Party can manipulate things. Do you disagree with FBI Director Ray and NSA Director Nakasone when they said that the CCP could have the capability to manipulate data and send it to the United States? Do you disagree with their statement? Their statement says could. So do you disagree with that? No, I don't disagree with that. Okay, so it is possible that the CCP, under the auspices of ByteDance, which is your parent company, which you get paid from, has the ability to manipulate content that is being shared with 130 million Americans, yes? Uh, Congressman, I I just want to make sure I'm understanding all these questions. I don't disagree with them that there are data risks in general. That's what I meant. There's a big data risk because- On on us specifically. Are there engineers located inside mainland China that work on TikTok? Not Douyin, but TikTok. We are not the only company that has that. Are there engineers inside mainland China currently working on the algorithm for TikTok? Congressman, like I said, as you told me in my office, there are other companies that, as I told you in your office, there are other companies. By the way, I'm going to reclaim my time. Uh, Please rename your project. Texas is not the appropriate name. We stand for freedom and transparency, and we don't want your project. It didn't go well. I don't understand. Like, we caught them. I know this is not like a question we caught yeah. them. They're engineers. 
people who work for these companies were talking about it in China. We we so got those messages leaked. I watched his they testimony. Fired them later, watched his testimony uh, yesterday, and then uh, the powers of be come down the stairs, and uh, he's like, "Would you like to do the honors?" And so there's a video of me that was released yesterday, permanently deleting TikTok from from Blaze. Wow. We are no longer a part of TikTok. Good. We were we were actually doing well on TikTok too. No. 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 And I'm glad. No. And I'm glad. So uh, there's a TikTok challenge to end all TikTok <laughs> challenges. Uh, permanently delete TikTok. But what about where will we find idiots uh, lip syncing to things? Oh, you'll find that everywhere. Okay, good. you'll find People that. People go to Reels, yeah. so they'll go somewhere else. Yeah. We'll all get up. Delete some- TikTok. It is really dangerous. The Glenn Beck program. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We've got uh, quite an hour uh, to wrap up the week. Bill O'Reilly joins us in just a second. I was talking to him on the phone yesterday, and uh, he's just had dinner with uh, Donald Trump. And so the indictment, he has some really good perspective on uh, on this. Also, um, I want to talk to him a little bit about what's happening at Fox News. Fox News is in real trouble, gang. Real trouble. Uh, and uh, there's nobody better to talk about it uh, than with uh, Bill O'Reilly. Well, I mean, there's probably 10 or 12 other people that I could talk to that would be a little better, but I got Bill O'Reilly, okay? So Bill Bill O'Reilly joins me in 60 seconds. Uh, I am proud of the fact that when I put meat on the table for my family, I know it comes from an American rancher, partly because I'm an American rancher. I'm an American rancher, and uh, I take one of our cows uh, every year. However, I still need to supplement a bit. I do like my meat, and my wife likes chicken, uh, and Good Ranchers has meat and chicken. Now, this is is really top-shelf meat. It is all sourced from here in America on local ranchers and the chickens from local farms. It is really good. Yes, it's steak night at my house tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 100% American meat delivered really good top shelf stuff at a price that is really reasonable. Uh, and the best thing is at, at inflation, they say beef is gonna go up another 15% before the end of the year. You lock in your price right now. They have a price lock guarantee. That's fantastic. You'll be, you will be paying the least amount for your meat in about six months than anybody else you know. Goodranchers.com. Goodranchers.com. Go there now. You also have the incentive, while it lasts, free bacon for a year. 
24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added to each box for a year for free. 100% high-quality bacon sourced right from the farm. $200 worth it of it over the course of a year. Just use the promo code BECK. Use the promo code BECK. GoodRanchers.com. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, how are you, sir? You know, I'm the same, Beck, and I always use that line uh, that it's tragic for everyone. Um, you know, the graph doesn't change here at the O'Reilly Mansion. Yeah, 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 it doesn't. Uh, so, uh, Bill, let's 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 start with. Um, I want to start first, I guess, with uh, with Fox because there's a story out today um, that Tucker Carlson is being told, um, at least by an attorney that you've got to apologize for what you've said. You have to apologize to Ray Epps. And Ray Epps has an attorney. And that attorney used to work for Perkins Coy. And then the attorney went to work for David Brock at, what is it, Truth Squad USA or something like that, uh, which is his SWAT team for truth. This this is a a Clinton leftist operative somehow or another finding poor Ray Epps and and representing Ray Epps so he gets a fair shake. Well, the story is interesting because this is the beginning of the assault in uh, the court system against Fox. Right. And it happened six years ago, um, and now it's happening all over again for different reasons. So you're going to see more of this. I don't think, though, I would be surprised if any Fox News attorney was telling Carlson to uh, apologize to Ray Epps. No, I, no, I I'm, saying, I'm saying that, that Ray Epps' attorney is oh, telling yeah. him. All right, okay, okay, fine. And uh, what but they're threatening is we're going to if- sue you. Yeah, and don't be surprised if they do, because the greasy attorneys, and I'm using that plural now uh, in, a, in a general form, they do this for free, um, and it's, uh, they're paid by other entities. So when I had to defend myself, I knew that there were big boys behind um, these accusations, for example, color of change. Mm-hmm which is a George Soros-funded organization. Right. They came after okay. me, too. Yeah. So that's the game here. And, of course, the corporate media will never report on that. Uh, Van Jones on CBS started Color of Change, so you don't, you're not going to get anything there. I mean, it, but it, does, it, does it kill you that you, you're looking at Ray Epps, who is on tape in a MAGA hat, yeah. uh, clearly inciting the crowd, and yep. an attorney that worked at Hillary Clinton's, you know, law firm that gave us the um, uh, the uh, uh, dossier on Trump, and then goes over to another Hillary Clinton, George Soros friend, Facts First USA, and David Brock, and that guy is representing the MAGA hat guy. Come yeah, on, I, I, it's just, come on. Yeah, you know, and I give you credit, Beck, and you know that makes. It hurts. Pains me. Yes. Because you've put it together. You understand what this is. So the Fox News haters see an opportunity to destroy that business once and for all. And if you look at the rules of radical 
okay? Mm-hmm. Rules for radicals. It's keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on, keep the pressure on. And Ray Epps, I don't know who Ray Epps is. I know what he did, but I don't know him. Um, you know, they're telling him, look, if you cooperate with us, we'll do this for you, whatever it may be. Um, so Ray goes, oh, yeah, okay. And you're going to see more and more and more and more of this, hoping that Fox News collapses because they do have a major problem with the Dominion lawsuits. So let me ask you, before we get into Dominion, let me ask you on the Ray Epps thing, isn't it uh, a broadcaster's right to take somebody who has been thrust into the public because of what they were doing um, and take the videotape of him inciting, then take the fact that he was one of the top five most wanted and then he was taken off Nobody in the Justice Department will comment on it. Is it is it really something you can sue over by saying, you know, this looks really bad. I I mean, this looks like the guy you're looking for inciting. What is he, an FBI agent? What's the deal with Ray Epps? How is that suable? I don't know what Carlson said. Quote, do you know what he said? I don't. Okay, so we don't know what he said about Mr. Epps. I did look into him for the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com because obviously, I mean, this is the guy who was inciting the crowd, as you reported accurately. And what I found out was that they didn't indict him, the Justice Department, because he didn't break into the Capitol. He did not go into the building. Um, And so that he escaped indictment because 100% of the indictments were either you were in the building physically or, or on the Internet you were uh, involved in some kind of conspiracy. So him actually inciting to get no, people to go in. that comes under freedom of speech. Wow. Inciting? You know, and, it, and it does. Inciting? Well, look, he's going to say that he wanted to let his protest be known. That's going to be his defense. Mm. And the Justice Department, it's a civil beef, by the way. Uh, that, to, to them, and I'm not saying they made the right decision. I mean, but I don't, I don't you know, I'd have to look at exactly what yeah. the timeline is for him. I mean, certainly it's worthy to comment on. I have, you have. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you accuse, directly accuse Epps of a crime, then Epps can sue you. He can sue you anyway, but it'll probably get thrown out in yeah. summary judgment. Yeah. So it just depends on how Carlson framed it. All right. Let me go now to the Dominion case, because how is this going to end? Well, no one knows. Six years ago, I left Fox News. So this is karma to me. I'm sorry, but it is. And then, you know, six years, almost to the day, the trial for Dominion begins in uh, Delaware. Now, I think that trial is going to be postponed. They'll find something to postpone it. Uh, You know how that goes in civil court. Um, But Dominion has a case. And today, Bill Barr, the former attorney general, came out and said, well, it's a weak case. I don't think it's a weak case. I think it could go either way. 
because you do as a as a press person, and you and I have made our living um, being you know in the media since the War of eighteen twelve. So we've <laughs> we've been around for a while. We do have wide latitude to comment on public affairs. We do. The problem is, and the mistake is so stupid, is that a lot of times Fox News would bring on people like Giuliani and Sidney Powell and these people who would spout this, uh, what they believed happened, which they have a right to do. All right. They can say, I think that the election was fraudulent. That's protected opinion. You can do that. Right. But then there was no other side to the story presented. Yeah, we had Sidney Powell on uh, exactly one time uh, and she made all these charges. And I said, do you have evidence of it? She said, well, we're going to release it. And I said, well, then you're welcome back here when when you you release release it. it. You know, I, I, I never use them. Um, because I, you know, in our, um, in, in our, um, research, yeah. there was nothing, they well, didn't have anything, nothing filed. So, but that was the point of, that was the point of our interview. She said, we have this, we have this, we have this. And I said, then why haven't you presented it? Where, right. when are you presenting that? I mean, it, and that's it, what experienced broadcasters yeah. do, but all Fox had to do is what I did every night on the factor and what you did when you worked for Fox is you bring in an opposing point of view. That's all you had to do. And then they wouldn't be in this horrendous situation. There are, there are two things here. They may have to pay hundreds of millions of dollars, which will gut the company. They're already laying off and they're already cutting salaries at Fox News. Already underway. Okay? And if those primetime talent have to go into a courtroom where there's going to be cameras That'd and they get eviscerated, you, you know it's going to happen, okay? And that includes Rupert Murdoch. So this is insane, right? Insane. There's no win here for Fox. Even if they win, they don't win. But all you had to do was, okay, here's Sidney Powell. and blah, 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 blah. So, But here's somebody who doesn't think that happened. And then you're then you're free. You don't have any liability. I mean, uh, Rupert Murdoch, I don't know, maybe living up in a space station at this point or, you know, uh, in an iron lung. I don't know if he's an audio animatronic at this point because he's he's fairly old and uh, has kind of, you know, let the kids take Fox. And my understanding, Bill, you might know better than me. They don't really like Fox all that much. I mean, this is a this is a, a possible knockout if they really uh, take it apart financially. Well, the good news for Fox, I did a poll on BillOReilly.com and the other polls reflect this, is that the hardcore Fox News viewer, which is a very conservative individual over the age of 65, doesn't care. Mm. So they'll keep their audience. Their audience isn't going to abandon FNC. The second thing is FNC's talent, the people they have on the air, are so much better than CNN and MSNBC. They're not going to lose any viewers to those networks. So viewer-wise, they're okay. But in the court of public opinion, all the discretionary people that used to watch you at 5 o'clock and me at 8 o'clock, 
all of those people that weren't ideological, that were just looking for information and robust debate, they're gone. Hmm. Bill, and the it, younger viewers are gone as well. Bill, isn't one of the strange things about this, looking at the texts and stuff that have come out, is that Fox really seemed to panic over losing some viewers to Newsmax. Um, and, you know, as you point out, like, they're so much better than, than uh, their hosts are so much better than MSNBC and CNN. They're not going to flee there. They did flee for a couple of months in that time, at least some of them. And the panic seems to have really moved their coverage. Uh, of course, because it's all about money for them now. So when I uh, went on the air and told my audience, and, and BillOReilly.com is a subscription service. So you pay, not a lot, and we give you discounts on my books and everything else, but you pay to hear and see me every day. Well, I went on the air and I said, this election fraud charge isn't going anywhere. Nowhere. I lost a thousand viewers in 24 hours. A thousand subscribers, boom, vanished, okay? And that was a, a revenue hit, obviously. But my business model is simple. I always tell the truth based on facts as I see it. Yeah. Fox does not do that now. That's it a is a money machine now. All right, hang on, Bill. I, I got to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk about Donald Trump and what's the, what the plan there is. Uh, first, let me talk about Goldline. We move every day just a little bit closer to a collapse of the banking system as we know it in this country. I mean, Art Laffer was shockingly um, realistic on what's coming our way. Uh, it will it will be bad, and it will mean a centralization of our currency and. Um, and, and, and a loss, a great amount of loss all across the board. I am urging you to call Goldline and talk to them about gold or silver. Maybe you think you can't afford gold. Okay, but you can silver. And silver, I mean, if, if things really go to hell in a handbasket, silver is like 20 bucks now. And uh, you can get the silver and that you could trade with. I mean, unless you have a small, small fractional coin of gold, you're not going to be trading with anything like that. But it's a great storehouse of wealth that is protected against inflation. It's goldline.com. I want you to call them now. Get all the information. I urge you to do this. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds station ID. So what is the what's the story? I read this ridiculous article. We just went over it um, with uh, the New York Times on the New York attorney and George Soros, their defense of Soros. Um, what is what's happening with this? Is this a vendetta? Is this is it going to happen? I don't know whether it's going to happen, but it's a fiasco. Word of the day. Um, it's embarrassing. Um Alvin Bragg, the DA of Manhattan, has been in office for 15 months, and almost 100 assistant DAs have quit. That's crazy. Every single New York City police officer hates his guts, Bragg's guts. Okay, crime in New York, 
rising on every level except for murders. Murders are down a little this year. Mm. This man is an incompetent, and he's a political player. Soros organization has donated more than $1 million through various political action committees to help Alvin Bragg. So, are we doing the math here? Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> not the New York Times, they're not doing it. For a local DA. Right. Okay, this is unheard of. So, look, I'm not going to be irresponsible and speculate. I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, there is no case. In my opinion, and we had Brett Tallman on, a former U.S. attorney on the No Spin News last week, this week, I should say, it'll never see a courtroom. It'll get thrown out, and if it doesn't in the state of New York, which is, you know, not exactly the most honest state in the union, it'll go to the Supreme Court and they'll throw it out. Yeah. So this is a political prosecution, and this should never happen in and, the United States of America. And, 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 and on the other thing, and I just, I'm sorry to no, go ahead. bloviate, but on the document thing in Ma-a-Lago, where Trump's attorney is now uh, testifying today, this, they're desperately trying to find a crime here. There's no crime right now, and, they, and that's not how investigations go. No, it's not. A crime is committed, and then you investigate. Stalin used to say, show me the man, and I'll find the crime. Yeah. That's what we have now. That's right. And, and so, look, uh, I'm not sticking up for Trump because I like Trump. But the rule of law and equal justice for all in this country is collapsing before our eyes, and people should understand that. Are you watching what's happening uh, with uh, uh, with the Bidens? Well, we're out of time. Can you hang on for just a minute? Yeah, sure, okay, sure. Hang on for you, second. anything, man. Right. Bill O'Reilly will continue with him in uh, just a second. By the way, uh, in case you don't know, um, we... We retaliated, and an Iranian drone killed some Americans in Syria, and uh, we retaliated and sent some missiles over. We'll see what that means, uh, and we'll watch over the weekend. More in just a second with Mr. Bill O'Reilly. The Glenn Beck Program. Well, Mike Belindell is always full of surprises, uh, to say the least. Um, he thought, you know, his pillows were popular, but then he did my slippers, and now they outsell the pillows. What? That's crazy. But they are great slippers. They're incredibly comfortable. You can wear them in any place. They're having a massive closeout sale on them right now. If you use the promo code BECK, you'll get the all-season slippers for just 25 bucks. These things are normally $150. $25. They just want to blow them all out. You're getting $120 worth of savings, and they are really good, and they're guaranteed for 10 years for the durability, and, uh, you know, they're just they're great. MyPillow.com. Go to the uh, radio listener square at MyPillow.com. Grab a pair of the all-season slippers for 25 bucks. Regularly priced $149.98. Limit 10 pairs at checkout. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK.
And you can still save 20 bucks off Blaze TV right now if you go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. There, use the promo code will not be censored. Get 20 bucks off. It's amazing. Um, the corruption is just startling to me. It is so clear and so obvious, and no one uh, is really talking about it. it. It's just all about politics. Uh, Bill O'Reilly joins us. Bill, the the U.S. Attorney nominee uh, that Joe Biden just put up is um, is a guy who was in the District of Pennsylvania. And while the Delaware's U.S. Attorney's Office uh, was uh, investigating um, this healthcare company, um, he was the guy who was was working on that case. Well, that case and the defrauding of the healthcare company, the guy who was accused of defrauding it is Jim Biden, and uh, he had been interviewed by this by this lawyer several times. Now, the last person that he nominated was, uh, let's see, a Chung, a Cindy Chung. She was confirmed to the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, Chung, whom President Biden had nominated for the federal appellate court, had been overseeing the criminal investigation into the bankrupt healthcare business AmeriCorps, a business Jim Biden allegedly siphoned hundreds of thousands of dollars from uh, to finance repairs for his beach house. I mean, what is going on there? Two attorneys. Well, we need we need Elliot Ness um, to come on in, don't we? Boy, we do. You know, look, I don't think at this point for people listening to the Glenn Beck radio program, and you've got my uh, corgi uh, all upset now. I'm sorry, uh, didn't mean know. to meet, mention Holly, knock Jim it Biden. Off. We all know about Jim Biden, okay? <laughs> Holly apparently did not know about Jim yeah, Biden. Yeah, it's a shock times. when you hear yeah, it. Yeah, and so she's really upset. But anyway, does anybody, and I'm asking this seriously, not think the Biden administration is corrupt at this point in history? Is there anybody who doesn't think so besides Joy Behar? I mean, it, it's so... And But then the frustration comes back, and then people write to you, they write to me, well, what can we do about it? And the answer is nothing, because 80 million Americans voted for Joe Biden. And, you know, you get what you pay for when you go to the store, and you get who you vote for. So my congressman is George Santos. I voted for George Santos, right? I I mean, I didn't know. I, I, you know, how many people research Congress people's background? I never met him, but he's my congressman, and I voted for him because the guy he ran against was a far left loon, Zimmerman. Right. Okay. So I got, you know, I really don't want a far left loon representing me. Right. So I vote for George Santos, who, who turns out to be Dracula. I mean, I, so what can I do about it? I, I can mock him on the radio and television, which I do, but votes are votes. So yesterday, uh, AP poll comes out. Joe Biden's approval rating is at 38%. Now, 
I don't know anybody among those 38. Do you know anybody? Who, I don't. Voting? Okay. I, I know don't. people who hate Trump, still hate him. Yeah. And still won't repudiate their Biden vote because they hate Trump so much. Correct. I know people like that. I do. But I don't know anyone who goes, I want that Joe Biden to run again. I'm doing him a little Muhammad Ali. Oh, Joe Biden to run again. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's the greatest. Right. Uh, you know, so we all know. The country knows. But here's the key question. Will the country learn? And I'm sorry, but I don't think so. We're just too poisoned with ideology, too emotional now. We don't step back and really understand that you have to vote competency. You know, when I had my supper with, uh, with Trump last week, last Tuesday, um, number one, he paid for supper, and, and, and it was good at Mar-a-Lago. There's good food there. Uh, can, I, may, I, I, may I ask, are, are yeah. you a hobbit? What, what is the difference between dinner and supper? Uh, supper is for working class people. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Dinner <laughs> is for... Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Mar-a-Lago. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> two hours. It was tr- just Trump and me out on a little patio, you know, and all that. And I went over, some of us on the record, some of us off the record, but I went over some, un, some questions that I needed to know about how he did what he did. That was what the O'Reilly Trump history tour was all yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and now we got an update with Putin and she and the cartels. Yeah, and Look, you may hate Donald Trump with, you know, a passion, but he has a grasp of the issues. That's the bottom line. He understands the dynamic. He understands economics. He understands foreign affairs. He knows who the players are. And he governed, in my opinion, in a responsible manner. Now, once he starts on the road to, uh, you know, ranking out, remember ranking out when you were a kid? I'm going to rank you out by insulting you. Then it all just goes crazy. But by just as an administrator and trying to get the country in a strong position, Trump succeeded. But you'll never get that from the corporate media or the people who hate him. So never. if he, I mean, he's, you know, running again, if he gets the nomination. And he probably will. Yeah, I think so. Too. This all will help him. Yes. All of this crazy stuff will help him. He's not a person anymore. He's a he's a symbol. I really, I mean, he's a symbol of, I want to fight back. Uh, you know, he's, yes. a, he's, he's, he's almost been adopted as people's uh, proxy in some way. Every time he's hit, they feel the hit that they've taken. And so, very good. Very good, right? Jack. So, very, very good. So, it's a transferal of yes, emotion. Yes. So Trump is going to be in Texas tomorrow. Uh, he's given a speech in Texas. Yep. And I can guarantee you that there will be so much emotion in that speech, not on the part of Trump, and you know what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, just today he called Alvin Bragg a demented psychopath or something <laughs> like that, you know, in his usual, very casual way. Um, so you know Trump will give the red meat speech. But if you look at the crowd that goes there tomorrow in Texas to see him, 
they have emotion invested in the man. Yes. Yes, they do. So let me ask you two things. One, if he gets the nomination, do you think he can gain anyone who wasn't on his side last time? Yes, because it's the grocery store vote. Okay. So the independents who don't necessarily hate him, but are not approving of his demeanor, they got to go to the grocery store. Okay? And this is getting worse and worse and worse. So he'll get a portion of those votes. And then depending on who he picks as vice president, and I hope it's DeSantis, even though now they're slinging mud at each other again, and I did talk to him about that, and I told him flat out, I was cutting my Dover soul. I looked up and I said, you want to get back in that Oval Office? You got to put DeSantis on the two. He's got to move up to Georgia, rent a little condo, and you guys have got to run together. He did not push back on that, Beck. Mm. 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 That would be uh, that. That would be a way to get the the ticket through. That's um, right. And he wants to be president. That's your best shot. Mm. Okay. If you put Carrie Lake on the second, you'll lose. Yeah. Mm. You think he knows that? I'm not sure because he goes in and out. When he's with me, the reality zone descends. But at one in the morning, I'm not sure the reality zone is there. Wow. Uh, and uh, it, it, is there anything that uh, is, is bad enough to open this lead up? Uh, yes, yes. If the recession kicks in, you've already seen Amazon and Apple and Meta and all these people laying people off. Big, big time layoffs. And you see that, unfortunately, and I say that sincerely, at Fox. Hmm. You're going to see layoffs now. And that can lead to a recession. So this time next year, and we'll have four or five primaries already under our belt, it's coming up fast. If the country goes into recession, there's even more pain at the grocery store than Trump gains. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again. Okay, Beck, thanks for thanks. having me. And I want you to join you and Stu, Team Normal, on BillOReilly.com. I'm sending you gear this week. Oh, nice. And you'll have it. And uh, Team Normal is what we're doing right now. Okay. And I guess as part of BillOReilly.com, you're getting these insights of private meetings with Donald Trump uh, all the time. I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. That, and you're a genius, Stu. I just want you to let you know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, Bill. Bill O'Reilly from Bill O'Reilly. Dot com. Back in just a second. Hmm. Rachel lives in New Jersey. She writes in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, my 10-year-old golden doodle Maverick loves Rough Greens. I started using it when I heard your ad on the radio, and I was unsure if he'd eat it since he's usually a picky eater. But I followed the instructions. I started with half the recommended amount, gradually adding more until I got to the full amount. And he loves it. His coat is shinier. He has a lot more pep in his step. Thank you so much. Um, I thank you, Rachel, for writing in. That is exactly the case that I had with Uno. He was such a picky eater. He was a pain in the... 
And uh, we started putting rough greens on his food and he loved it. That was the win for us. Just getting him to eat. Now we see the difference in him as well. And it just kept coming month after month after month. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Make sure your dog likes to eat it. They don't want you out anything if, you're, if your dog doesn't like it. So they're going to send you a first trial bag free. Um, and then if your dog eats it, you'll get the second bag and the third bag. And, and uh, it's amazing what it's done to Uno. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, this weekend, the Glenn Beck podcast, uh, I have uh, David Sachs. He is the founding COO of PayPal, a venture capitalist. He was one of the angel investors in Facebook and Airbnb. <laughs> I don't think he has to worry about uh, money unless it's in a bank. Uh, and uh, this podcast is all about that. He breaks down the biggest questions being asked. Who owns our money? Is it you? Is it the bank? How does this all work? Federal Reserve controlled CBDCs. Is that the end game? I ask him point blank. Who's to blame for the collapse? How is life going to change? We also discussed uh, AI, his friendship with Elon Musk, which was fascinating. Um, And uh, as he said, Biden's reliable incompetence. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, oh, and you have to hear what he says about the Nord Stream pipeline. Oh, wow. This is a podcast you don't want to miss. It'll come out tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. You'll also see it on YouTube, but it's available now uh, on blaze TV. It is a great podcast with David Sachs. Um, he is now one of the co-hosts for the all in podcast who, I mean, it's just a great, I listen to it all the time. Great guys. Great, great, great guys. Um, and very, very smart. May not agree with them always, but uh, very, very smart. Uh, you'll see it on blazetv.com slash Glenn. It'll be available tomorrow, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, it is um, yesterday was the anniversary of the Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death uh, speech. And when's the last time you read that? Uh, gosh, a long time ago. High school, maybe? Yeah, listen to this. This is no time for ceremony. The question before us is one of awful moment to this country. For my own part, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. And in proportion to the magnitude of the subject, ought to be the freedom of the debate. Wow, listen to this. It is only in this way that we can hope to arrive at truth and fulfill the great responsibility which we hold to God and our country. Should I keep my opinion back at such a time through fear of giving some sort of offense? Should I consider myself, uh, if I did, I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country, an act of disloyalty towards the majesty of heaven, which I uh, revere above all earthly kings." Look, it's natural to man to indulge in the illusions of hope. We're apt to shut our eyes against the painful truths and listen to the song of that siren till she transforms us into beasts. Is this the part of wise men? 
engaged in a great and arduous struggle for liberty? Are we deposed to be of the number of those who have eyes yet see not, having ears hear not, for the things which so gravely concern their own freedom, security, and economic future? For whatever anguish of spirit it may cost, I am willing to know the whole truth, to know the worst, and to provide for it. That's that's just the opening preamble. Hmm. That's a, incredible. Because that's, isn't that just like where we are now? Feels like it. It does. Yeah. It does. And he's like, look, if if we have to fight, then let's fight. We have to debate. I'm going to debate hard. Liberty or death. Yeah. I mean, I look, we, we are at a point where obviously we, you know, it should we should be at a point, I guess, with the foundation that we have that we can solve these things, you know, with debate and and normal uh, process. But it, you know, look, I, it's it's a, uh, it's a scary time, and it's some people. Not everyone's going to see it that way, unfortunately. We, you know, we we have to make sure we stay true to our the American principles. They've worked pretty well so far, pretty well. By the way, just before we leave, quickly, prayers for Stu and his family. President Miles is not doing well, uh, and uh, we'll be thinking of you this weekend. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. God bless. We will see you Monday. The Glenn Beck Program.